0: friends? Have you been thinking of starting your own podcast? We use Anchor to post our episodes and it offers so many amazing benefits. First of all, it's completely free to use. Yes, it’s free. And it also gives you the option to clip your episodes straight from the app or on the dashboard, so it makes it a really convenient one-stop shop. Anchor is also a Spotify program, so that means your show will post to Spotify automatically. And you also have the option to post to any other platform through the RSS feed link. This gives you full range of all the podcast platforms to get your show out there. The best part is that Anchor gives you all the analytics directly linked to their platform so you can post, edit, and track your show's progress all in one place. So try Anchor today for free now at anchor.fm. That's anchor a n c h o r.fm. Creeps and freaks. Creepies and freakies. Welcome back to the In the Nick of Crime podcast. That is Courtney. And that is Michelle. And that's an asshole
1: outside. Bucker, You're a piece of shit. Bye dick. Nobody likes you. <laughs> tiny dick. Just like <laughs> Willie. Compensation. Willie the woodpecker. Compensation. Willie Pickton is a tiny dick man. I mean, think of his name. Facts, <laughs> Straight facts. Oh, <laughs> I'm dreading that.
0: I'm dreading part. I don't even want to Fights. listen to any of the series. I do because Sam and Paige are so amazing. But yes. like, I hate. I'm dreading the it. knowing case. that they cried. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm it makes me vom. Anyway, we're a weekly true crime podcast, <laughs> and we have trouble staying on topic. But we also do some spooky, spooky.
1: I thought you were gonna say true crime too before I came in with comedy, but you yeah, said true crime. Comedy. I said
0: we're a weekly true crime podcast. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you dick.
1: Damn, dude. I'm Man. just. Man. My bad. All right, so we do have some comedy up in here. If you No, we gotta noticed. redo the whole fucking thing.
0: Okay, fine. Okay. Put it all in the garbage. Skirt! <laughs> beep, beep, beep. We're a weekly p- true crime podcast. <laughs> We're dumbasses that have trouble staying on topic, <laughs> but we also do some spooky spooky and a little bit of
1: comedy because I don't know if you know this, but we're fucking hilarious. Yep. <clears throat> if you don't know this by now, you probably need to like get clued in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we just laugh at our own stupidness, our, our stupidity, if you will, if I could say words right. Jesus. Is this
1: going to be hashtag
0: shit Michelle says? Maybe. I can't take your hashtag though because yours is unique. We'll have to make it say something else. (laughs) So, Sam and Paige from M Cubed gave us the idea to make a hashtag shit Courtney says after last week's episode. (laughs) If you haven't listened to it yet, it's episode 13, The Case of Carrie Farver. It's a fantastic story too. Like, listen to it for that. But there are definitely some gems in that one from both of us, actually. Britney's brain was just Jesus. having trouble. Catch it up.
1: <laughs> Truly struggling at life. Like, just <laughs> word vomit was not even a thing. It was But just...
0: literally, the episode before that was my part two of Long Island Serial Killer, <laughs> and I, like, powered down completely. So, hmm, <laughs> we both are just batting a thousand. <laughs> batting a thousand. Damn. Yeah. Let's go. God. See, we're hilarious. So hilarious. Anyway, off the top, we did have a couple of podcasts that we wanted to shout Woo-hoo. out. I, I'm going to
1: do the BAP podcast because if you guys have not listened to BAP podcast, you got to. They are absolutely hilarious. They're a comedy podcast. I love them. I'm hooked on them. Um, I think we should call it the Alex show because they call it the Alex show. It. Yep.
0: they truly do. do it, yeah. <laughs> Accurate.
1: Um, (laughs) They are absolute gems. So fun. And hopefully we'll be able to get with them sometime soon and do a crossover episode. So that'll be fun. Yep. Absolutely. So mad props
0: BAP. Yep. Absolutely. And then we want to give an especially big warm shout out to Katie from Malice and Mocktails. Oh, I love her. You're just such a gem. And you're so sweet. And you are just crushing it for podcasting on your own. Seriously, we have talked about this before how impressed we are, because it's hard. It's hard when you have two people, let alone one person, doing all of it by yourself. You are crushing it. She is. I love your mocktail recipes, by the way, because I don't drink, so they're right up my alley. Right up your alley. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And you're just so good at telling stories, and it's very impressive. Like, your first episode did not seem like a first episode like the rest Mm -hmm. of ours did.
1: (laughs) I've been hooked, and like I just said, I caught up today to episode three, and... I did not realize that she pulled in our H,
0: H. Holmes this episode. Is so awesome! So it was super sweet. Yeah, Mad Thank props you so Katie. much, love girl. You. Thank you. Yeah, seriously, and I mean, also too. Oh yeah, Sam with Creme to the Crime podcast too. Yeah, girl, I'm so impressed by you. <laughs> She's amazing all of the time. The detail with which you do your episodes, you do your posts, the way you highlight missing persons, it is so just. Impressive, and I just I don't know I can't even think of the (laughs) the adjectives to really. Your brain is like exploding trying to talk
1: about exactly because I I can't
0: yeah I just can't even articulate enough how impressed that we are with you and your podcast it's just amazing and the podcast community we've made you know we made friends in this community and we've only been in this for a while and it's just so supportive and I know we've said that before but really like. Go listen to these podcasts. If you like our podcast, you will love their podcast. We'll link them in the show notes as well. Absolutely. Obviously, B.A.P. is a comedy podcast, but it's hilarious. Oh, so funny. So funny. <laughs> and, yeah, just... Make
1: sure you guys go and follow them, too. And they mm-hmm. do all, as far as I know, have Patreons. I don't know if Malice and Mocktails does. She, she... Katie does, yes, because... She does. She- I thought she did, but she follows
0: us on Patreon. I'm quite certain because she's. I'm pretty sure they all have Patreons.
1: Guys, go out and support them on Patreon because I'm telling you, like that's how we all make this work—is with your support out there. And make sure you're following them. You know, tagging them if you want to. Like, we all love being tagged and stuff. So totally ping us and, and ping them and stuff. Like, it's. Truly amazing. Yep. Go and support them.
0: Yeah, and we all post all of the things in the show notes. I'll post their Instagrams, their podcast links, and then their Patreons as well. But they're just all amazing Phenomenal. humans. Yeah, and we'll, we'll continuously have podcast shout outs. Those are just those that we've really um, made connections with over the last two weeks especially. And just... They're amazing. Can't even say it any yeah. more than that because they're just so good. Yeah, their podcast, the production value, the oh, absolutely. way that they go about it, the you know, research for the true crime podcast, the comedy for BAP, it's just all on point. Yeah. And they're all great humans. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a boo. I agree. So yeah. We love you all. We will give you all the shout outs and please go listen to their podcast. They're yeah. amazing. Amazing.
1: Woo woo. Well fest. The best that it. leads into fuckery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now we're 13 minutes in and probably only six of that is usable. Maybe. Quinny, <laughs> what is your weekly fuckery? Oh, this is fuckery, bro. Okay, good. I was like, this we can't some... have another week of non-fuckery. Oh, no, this it just is doesn't some work. fuckery. It's going to throw the universe off kilter if we have another week of non-fuckery.
1: So I'm going to bring to you today, and I've already talked to you about this one, but... Oh. Uh, There's a couple who've been living quietly in Hawaii for years. Oh, this one. Yes, I'm excited. That are actually Russian spies. Dude, these dicks. These, these dicks. Dickety dicks. So, in Honolulu, Hawaii, a couple's been living quietly for years. Um, Federal agents with the State Department Bureau and then the Diplomatic Security Service um, basically arrested them last Friday Um, So nuts. It's (laughs) batshit crazy, y'all. So, Walter Glenn Primrose, also known as Bobby Edward Fort, um, and Gwen Daryl Morrison, a.k.a. Julie Lynn Montagu, were arrested in a raid on Friday morning. And government records said that the couple assumed the identities of dead babies from Texas in Mm the 1980s and then used those identities to obtain social security cards Passports and driver's license. They were both charged with identity theft, lying on their passport application, and conspiracy to commit crimes against the United States. Bro,
0: what? Dickly ducks. Oh, and it gets even better. Bro,
1: Primrose.
0: Run this way, sorry.
1: Fraudulently enlisted in the National Guard in 1994. What? And
0: retired in 2006. Why was he serving our country if they were trying to? Plot against our country? I'm so confused. They probably were plotting anyway. That's he's you, probably you getting know, government get secrets. And I'm sorry, National Guard, do better, <laughs> vetting people. <laughs> Shit. The National Guard has put some stuff out, and
1: yeah, they're they're not happy with themselves, but they're also like not fully invested in the investigation either. Yeah. And if
0: it was like in the 80s or 90s, before things were like computerized and like things were in. It was so much the easier to honestly that they are. get away with it. Yeah. Truly. Ugh. Well, because I know people would lie about their age and stuff during World War One and World War Two. Really? Yeah, to get into the Navy. Yeah. He was 16. Yep. I know and that was a common thing. And in World War thing. Two. But I think they just, like, lied about their age and no one really questioned yeah, no, them. Yeah, most of the time. Because mm-hmm. they were like, well, we're drafting people, so we're not going to turn down the offer. They're not going to turn down <laughs> shit if you're drafting, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> Bring it in.
1: Let's go, boys. <laughs> Slap on the ass. <laughs> Sorry, that I don't know where that came from.
0: <laughs> the way you went like this. That's how my niece waves to people. She goes like this. She waves at herself. <laughs> Backwards. I love it. I love you, baby. <laughs> Sweet little angel, but this is what they look like. How
1: nuts is this? That's them in their Russian USS forms. Oh, fuck. Is it USS?
0: Mm-hmm. USSR. Thank you. R. Yeah. I knew I was missing a letter. Yeah. Wow. You look very young for their age too. I'm kind of like, what are you doing for your skincare regimen, right? friends? But yeah, that's that's what I got for your weekly vloggery. <laughs> <That's some fuckery. laughs> what dicks dude? To just assume the identity of a baby. a baby that passed away. You are such an asshole. But they didn't care. They were just trying to hide themselves. I hope your butt itches for the rest of your the- life. <laughs> And that you can't scratch I hope scratch you have these big ass hemorrhoids in your butthole that you can't get to because they're so far up of their ass. I hope you have an itch in your nose that you can't scratch without it look like you're picking boogers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, I don't know what you're talking to M. 3 about, but when they said Contasaurus is another one of my favorite. Tootopotamus.
0: That's what I said, because pain Wait, Saurus. no, it was Sam. Yeah. Sam said twatopotamus, and then they say cuntosaurus all the time, and it makes me laugh. I love how they're so always hard. dino related. I know. <laughs> T Rex. Full T Rex. Because I feel like every single one of their episodes, I'm full T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. Because my fuse is very short. When I was editing your episode, I was like. I'm heated. I had to like cut out so much of what I was saying because I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, it was aggressive. I didn't think you <laughs> When might. I was talking about bitch face McGee and her stupid lawyers when she's oh. trying to get her appeal, like, I was heated. Oh, you didn't hear it because it cut off because the file only bounced. It was aggressive. I didn't hear it. The file didn't I didn't know it was aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to snip some of this thing out. Fever <laughs> <People laughs> won't think I have an anger problem. I do, but I have it well under control. Not really. I'm just. There was a big
1: question mark on your face (laughs) saying that. I don't actually, but I'm a Scorpio, so being a Scorpio automatically puts me in that category. Yeah. Which, by the way, to all of our morbid and MFMs and everyone else who is all about astrology, astrology.
0: Yeah.
1: Stop hating on Scorpios. We're not that bad. <laughs> a lot of serial killers are Scorpios. No, they're not and Geminis. We're not one of the we're not I've one of heard the serial a killers. Lot of Scorpios. Sagittarius, mm-hmm. Virgo, and Geminis are Gemini, the top three. For sure. Yeah. There's only one Scorpio I feel like I've serial heard killer. A lot of November people be. But not all November people are Scorpio. They're Sagittarius. Well yeah, I know that too. They're mostly Sagittarius. <laughs> Fun <laughs> fact <laughs> for you. <laughs> we <laughs> are not up there. We are lovers. Well, I'm in Aries. <laughs> Well, that explains Shocker. a
0: lot. <laughs> we got I'm the sure no one is surprised. No, absolutely not at all. But all of like the murders happen in er, in March in Aries season, so true, true. something's in the air.
1: Something's in the air.
0: Yikes. So what do you have this week for us? The hell are you Don Julio over here? No, I was. I had a wand. It's, like it's just Don not Julio. in my hand. Oh, okay. That's like about a cadabra. Yeah.
1: Stance. Just, Get that shit. Okay. It's always behind their head too. I've never understood that.
0: Snorted. Or above your head. Courtney's like, like trying to keep continually wand duel.
1: It's <laughs> 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 the only way you can wand duel. <laughs> what? You can wand (laughs) it
0: if you're not magic. Yeah, magic. (laughs) I mean, just take your wands together.
1: (laughs) Which (laughs) wand? Have you been thinking of starting your own podcast? Try out Anchor. We use Anchor to post our episodes, and it offers so many amazing benefits. First of all, it's completely free to use. Yes. I said free. It also helps you so you can upload your episodes straight from your app or your dashboard, which makes it super convenient in a one-stop shop. Anchor is a Spotify program, so that means your show will post to Spotify automatically. You also have the option to post to any other platform through the RSS feed. This gives you full range of all the podcast platforms to get your show out there. The best part is that Anchor gives you all of the analytics directly linked to their platform, so you can post, edit, and track your show's progress all in one place. Try Anchor today for free at anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. So I'm going to no. wand you up again. What do you have for us today? <laughs> wand you to up. need to stop laughing. <laughs> Who says wand you up? Hashtag shit, <laughs> Wand
0: you up. I'm going to wand you up. <laughs> like wind you up fucking like a dumbass <laughs> <It's> stupid <laughs> oh my god anyway get out of giggles because this is not funny okay anyway i'm ready what you got hit me with it this was a case suggestion from kelsey Ooh, Thanks, girl. i was going through your list yesterday and there's so many that i want to do there's one that i was going to do but i want to wait because there's some stuff that might be coming out on that case soon so Ooh. i will do that one later saucy yes So my case this week is the case of Kanika Jenkins.
1: I've actually never heard this case, I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive I haven't.
0: You have heard of it. I know you have. Definitely you've heard of it in the news, for sure. Because her name, at first, it sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it. And then literally the second I Googled that, I said, yep, got it. I would be very surprised if you haven't heard of this in some sense. So, and I am quite certain I tried to get... Make sure there wasn't a different pronunciation because I actually never heard of this case on a show or anything. Um, and I've only ever heard her, na- her name pronounced Kanika. So it's K E N N E K A. That sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, it has to be. But Grenada I apologize profusely if it is spelled differently. But this is the only way that it seemed to be pronounced. So Kanika also went by Kanika Martin. So Martin was her mother's last name. And I believe Jenkins may have been her father's last name. Unfortunately, there was not hardly anything I was able to find on her before this happened. I, and you all know that I hate when that happens because I want them to be their own person outside of this. But I will tell you what I was able to find. So she was from Chicago, Illinois, and she lived at the 2100 block of West Warren Boulevard in Chicago. She went to Voice Academy High School, which was also in the city of Chicago, and her mother's name was Teresa Martin. So, <laughs> Spider-Man's getting it. <in. laughs> Spider-Man's going to town. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> so, on Friday, September 8th, 2017, so not very long ago, Kanika left her house to go to a party with her friends, and it was at the Crown Plaza Chicago O'Hare Hotel and Conference Center. Yep. I Spider told Man you. hit the file. Yep. I told you. I okay, told you I have. you would know this one. Yep. He's got okay. it. He, he got it. He got it. Yeah. He webbed it yep. real hard. My nephew used to, when he was little, he was obsessed with Spider Man. He had the Spider Man rain boots that he would wear all the time. And he'd go, Spider Man goes, Poink.
1: I love it. <laughs>
0: Poink. Yep. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Anyway, so at the party, there were several witnesses who said they had seen her on the ninth floor of the hotel. Um, so many, many people said she was accounted for. Kanika's sister said that she spoke with her about 1:30 a.m., and then at 4 a.m., friends of Kanika's called her mom, and they said that they weren't able to find her, and they said that they went to look for her but were unable to find her and ended up leaving the hotel. Which I'm like, what I
1: don't fuck, understand man? that because even when I was in high school, and now granted I didn't party a lot in high school to be honest yeah. with you, but. The few parties that I did go to, if somebody that I was with wasn't coming home with me,
0: oh yeah, I didn't leave. My friends didn't leave my site if we were out together. Like we knew where each other were all the time. Yeah, I bonked my. And microphone. then
1: you find them, and then you go home together. Yes, exactly, exactly. So,
0: <sighs> no one knows what the fuck. At least they was called her mom, though. Yeah, she- I'm glad they at least did that. But the fact that they left first and then called her mom is Weird. what I have issues with. Yeah. But what's also weird is that they told Teresa that they were in the car that Teresa had lent her daughter. So Kanika must have driven and that they also had Kanika's phone with them.
1: Okay. Why do you have her phone? Exactly. Why do you have her keys? Exactly. And why are you leaving in a vehicle that doesn't even belong mm-hmm. to you?
0: Yep. I have problems all around. Absolutely not. Yeah. But so that's immediate red flags going off in my brain. Yours too, obviously. So Teresa obviously is like I need to find my daughter. I need to find out what the hell's happening. So she got to the hotel around five a.m. on Saturday, and I really, literally think that was just the amount of time it took her to get the fuck out of her house and get there. Like she left. As yeah, because from
1: could. what I remember, they weren't too terribly close to that. They yeah, because this was away. in
0: Rosemont, Illinois, and I think it's like a suburb area outside of Chicago, mm-hmm. but it's not super close. Um, so she got there to attempt to try to find her daughter, and she went to the hotel staff immediately, but. <laughs> What pisses me off is they told her that she needed to file a missing persons report before they would be able to review surveillance footage. So she's That's like, exactly. uh uh-uh. uh. So she's a mama bear and she's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Like, my daughter's missing. She was 19 at the time of this, too. And so, you know, she's technically an adult, but she's still a teenager. She's just out of high school, you know, and she's she was just at a party with a bunch of people and then she magically can't be found. I would have been freaking the fuck out i already have like goosebumps because i'm pissed yeah like i'm ready to fucking fight exactly so then she called the rosemont police department and she was told that she needed to wait a few hours before filing the report to get to give kanika time to turn up which they say all the time and i get it i get it because if they took in every single missing person's report that happened the second that the person turned up missing they would literally be inundated all the time i get it it's just one of those frustrating things. I think
1: I struggle with it because we have shows called the first forty-eight, and yeah, they always talk about how the first forty-eight hours are so crucial, but yet you have to wait forty-eight hours to file a mission persons right. report. Exactly doesn't make
0: a whole lot of sense exactly. to me. Yeah, I struggle with that. Yeah, it's red tape, and it's it's that you want to do our police 10 departments. Hours? Maybe I could fly exactly. with that, but forty-eight exactly. absolutely. And not. to give them credit, they told her only a couple hours. Okay, wait a fair. couple hours, so it wasn't like wait a day or something you know but it's because our police departments in my opinion need to be diversified and they need more departments for handling things like this because a lot of times patrol handles missing persons cases and if they have bigger police departments do tend to have missing persons bureau but not all of them do
1: yeah i think a lot of them really need more manpower which sucks because we're in a country right now that's so anti-police yeah it's Hard for a lot of people to even become and a police officer, yeah. sadly.
0: And that's where I think that diversifying departments and getting different kinds of training and things like that, Absolutely. too. Social workers being within police departments, I think, would be a, an immense help. But that would maybe help the issues. But yeah, I, I totally agree. Oh, heartbreaking. So, in Teresa's 911 call, she recounts what she could of the story that she was provided by Kanika's friends. So, she tells the dispatcher, quote... They said they went upstairs to get a cell phone, and Kanika was standing in the lobby. And then when they came downstairs, she wasn't there anymore. End quote.
1: Okay, so where did
0: her keys come from? Right. Where did her cell phone come from? Right. Where are all these other objects that you have? Yeah, I'm wondering because I couldn't find anything that said against it. I'm wondering if they went back up to get her keys after they couldn't find her. I don't know for certain, though, but that wasn't ever really discerned one way or another. I don't know if you said this or if you're going to, but were they supposed to stay there? I didn't find anything that said that they were. Honestly, I think it's just it was like a rager, so I think it was like people would pass out if they wanted to, but I don't think it was. I, I didn't see anyone. I just I find that strange because even
1: when I was in high school, in my freshman year of college, I was really bad at hotel parties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, never mind on that. But <laughs> never ever ever did your keys leave your pocket. Right. If you were driving, your mm-hmm. keys were always with you. I know. I So always, I'm a little confused as to why she would have left
0: them in a room. Yeah. When I get into this a little bit more, that's kind of, that will be why I think that she may have left it, but there wasn't anything that said one way or another. It's just kind of oh. my assumption based on the information from the rest of the case. Okay. So, Fair I don't enough. know. I'm yeah.
1: over here playing devil's advocate today. Yeah, no,
0: I, <laughs> I get it. You know I do it all the time. <laughs> I'm just a salty bitch. It's fine. Right. <laughs> So, then Teresa asked police if they could review the surveillance footage, and she said that she was worried about her daughter because she had a really light tolerance for alcohol, and she knew that she had been drinking. So, that shows you what kind of relationship Oh, such a Kanika one. had. Yeah, it's obviously an open relationship. Her mom knew where she was going. It's yeah. not like it was, like, a secret, and she went and, like, snuck off to this party. Her mom knew where she was going. Those are some of the best. That's how I was exactly. with my mom. Yeah. Um, just tell yeah. her where I was
1: going and what I was doing, and she'd yep. be like, cool, be safe, call yep. me if you need Our parents me. were
0: always like, if you need a ride... Call us. Absolutely. Like, we don't want you to get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Absolutely. Call us. So, um, the dispatcher told Teresa that it would take a while for police to get a hold of the tapes, which is a big property. So, that was more the thing is, like, how many cameras and stuff they had to go through. So, understandable. It's just frustrating. But he said to her in an article that I read, it said, quote, What I would recommend is just go home, relax a little bit, give it some time. And for all we know, she could very well still be in the room. She could just be passed out. You know how it is. You're drinking the night before, you get, you know what I mean. End quote. That's what the dispatcher said to her.
1: Um, I to a mother whose daughter is missing. not agree with that at yeah. all. That was handled I get very that poorly. they were trying
0: to, like, make her feel better, but, like... That does not make anybody feel better when right. someone's missing. Like, you're trained on how to de-escalate issues, like... Who trained your friend? <laughs> that's what I want Yeah, I want to know. know the trainer cause Yeah, I mean, I can never imagine being a dispatcher. Like, I know that that's oh, a traumatizing job. But yeah. still, I'm like, Bedside Manor is a thing. Yeah, it is. You know? So, yeah. <clears throat> then, Kanika's family filed the official missing persons report later that morning. So, they were able to get it out okay. pretty quickly, which is great. Um, police then notified the hotel at about 1.15 p.m. So I don't know if it was just a matter of getting everything processed, because I know Probably. it is... Probably. There's a lot of red tape involved. Exactly. Like, I know see. it's not just an instantaneous thing. Right. The hotel staff then looked around all the public areas in the floor where the party was, which if you remember was the ninth floor, and they didn't find any signs of Kanika whatsoever. The family went to the hotel again around 6 p.m. that night, and they started knocking on doors of guests' rooms to see if they could find any witnesses, which I'm like, hell yeah. I'd do the same fucking thing. I don't care. If police aren't doing it, I would do it. I'd be knocking on every damn door. Yep, exactly. The hotel staff then called the police and told them that they could review the surveillance footage. They were able to get what they needed. Um, They could see Kanika staggering around the hotel at about 3.20 a.m., And what time did her friends leave? Sorry if you... They called her mom at 4 a.m. It's unclear exactly what time they left, but it was assumed that they had left at that time. That's not a very big time window. No, not at all. But she was, like, staggering around. And after this, the hotel staff searched a second time. So, ultimately, the second search was what ended up allowing Kanika to be found, um, her body was found in a walk in freezer in the hotel mm. on September 10th after midnight. So she had been missing for a full day by this point. And so they found her on September 10th because she left on September 8th to
1: okay, go to the party. Well now I'm the confused. night of
0: September 8th. She went missing early mornings on Saturday. And then they found her after midnight, September 10th. So How she was. Why did
1: you not look in that freezer once? I'll get there.
0: Okay. Sorry. It's Cut okay. That out. No, it's okay. So Kanika's body was found in a walk-in freezer in the hotel on September tenth, two thousand seventeen, after midnight. It's reported that an employee of the hotel is the one that found her. In the police reports, they said that Kanika was found face down on her side and with her left arm under her. Now I am gonna say I did see pictures of the crime scene. They, luckily, you can't see her face in them, but it is her. So. Authorities told Teresa, Kanika's mom, that the freezer was in a vacant part of the hotel, but it was still functioning and cold, and it could drop down to temperatures as low as eight degrees, which is crazy. Yeah. The hotel worker that found Kanika said that they didn't notice any signs of trauma when they found her. There was like nothing overt. They just noticed a small cut on her foot. So what was also interesting is she was missing her right shoe but it actually ended up being found a couple feet from her in the freezer she just wasn't wearing it and her hair was also reportedly wet and matted and there is a tube of lip gloss and a hair tie next to her body her pants were also covered in dirt it's the freezer from the what i could see in the pictures looked pretty unkempt i think because it was vacant so I wonder if there was just dirt in the freezer. Fair enough. Because when you're putting in boxes and stuff, you know, like shit in boxes can get very dirty. So I think that may be why. Okay. But I'm not sure. Um, as I mentioned, she was 19 years old at this time. So just a young baby. Just out of high school. I hope it was quick and painless for her, though. I know. Oh. I hope so, too. In the initial autopsy, the medical examiner's office said that they couldn't determine the exact cause of death. And that they had to wait for the toxicology reports to come back. And why couldn't they do that out of sheer curiosity? I mean, she's frozen. frozen. She was, but they, they were leaning toward hypothermia, but they couldn't overtly rule it as hypothermia. Okay.
1: Yeah. So what you're saying is there's no like signs of foul play at this
0: point? Correct. Okay. That they noticed. Um, so her death later, they did do a secondary autopsy report, and her death was later revealed to be caused by hypothermia for certain. However, in the toxicology report, her blood alcohol level was .112. The legal limit in Chicago is .08, I believe. I don't know if you just saw how
1: big my eyes got, but holy
0: shit. And for her mom to say that she does not have a high tolerance for alcohol, that is extremely high. And the only other things they found in her system were caffeine. And an epilepsy slash migraine medication, it could be used for both, called topiramate.
1: Topiramate, or or however you pronounce
0: it. I've taken it before. Um, But that showed up in her system. Her family said that she was not prescribed that medication at all. But the ME did say that the level in her system was within therapeutic levels, so it wasn't like an overdose or anything like that. However, they believe that the medication and alcohol together could have really caused some effects I mean,
1: it honestly could if you think about it. Like, say she has a headache when she gets there. Her friend is like, I have these migraine pills. Do you want one? Yeah. Sure as shit, you're going to pop... I mean, I've done it many times. Not exactly migraine meds, but even like Advil migraine or something like that. And you're not even supposed to do it then. Yeah. But popping a migraine pill
0: to try to get rid of a headache and then wanting to party. Yeah, so having something that you're not used to taking in your system and also drinking a lot when you are very... When you have very little tolerance to alcohol. That's just two strikes, you're out. Exactly. So yeah, I think unfortunately she just, her body couldn't handle it. That's so sad. Yeah. So they also said that they found in the secondary autopsy that there, there were mucosal erosions found, which is a type of lesion that results from hypothermia. Oh. So her brain was also swollen, they said, but it doesn't give an indication of a specific cause of death with that in mind. So that's why they landed on hypothermia. Because your brain can swell for a number of reasons.
1: Yeah, but I mean, usually, and this is coming from Morbid, I just listened to it today on one of their episodes, usually your brain swells due to suffocation. That's like one of the big factors of when your brain swells. Yes. Which would, again, be hypothermia. You eventually suffocate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was unfortunate. and the way she was laying as well it's, makes me you wonder. It her left yeah, so I'm not gonna describe this too graphically, no, but in the photos she's laying on her face, essentially. Her left arm is like slightly under her, so not necessarily enough to prop her up. And her she's like almost in the corner of the freezer right by the door. And so her face is like kind of really buried in that corner oh, so I think that she could she have asphyxiated yeah. as well as it seems like it could be she's trying to save herself
1: by laying on her stomach not knowing that she was in a freezer yeah. honestly let's be realistic when you in- get intoxicated we've talked about mm-hmm. this before you don't recognize temperatures around yeah. you
0: that's why you can stand right. outside in the cold and not really do anything right exactly And like I said, with the employee that found her, they noticed something on her right ankle. The ME did confirm there was an abrasion on her right ankle. But ultimately, her death was ruled as an accident by the Cook County Medical Examiner because there was no signs of foul play at all that they could find. So her funeral was held on September 30th, 2017 at Chicago's House of Hope, and over a thousand people attended the service. And it was like a two and a half hour service.
1: Oh. A thousand people. That just tells her how many people she touched their lives Yeah, to. exactly. That's this, amazing. And the
0: story touched people's lives. There were people that went, that were interviewed after the fact. And what I love is that the staff of um, Chicago's House of Hope made sure that media was not bombarding the service. That they were not involved whatsoever. So that way the community could rightfully grieve and honor her. And she had, they had an open casket, and they let anyone, like, everyone that wanted to pay their respects come, and that's why the service was so long as well. And it's just amazing, and people that were interviewed after the fact, there was a lady that said she, it was like she had lost someone she knew. She didn't even know her, but it touched her so deeply. Are you looking at the pictures? Yeah, sorry. I I had to look
1: at them to understand what you were saying about how she was sitting, and yeah. That is a very strange position to be sitting in. For some reason, I thought she was on her
0: face. It, it's how it was explained, and I think it's only because her face is like toward the corner. Yeah, it she's more so. like back. she passed out. Yeah, it literally looks yeah. like she sat down
1: for a second and yeah. didn't realize she was inside a freezer and then just fell asleep yes. and
0: eventually passed away. That's right. so sad. I know, it is. It's heartbreaking. Oh my gosh. Absolutely heartbreaking oh yeah
1: my heart hurts for her but I am I so happy to hear that so many people yes were touched by her and wanted to come support her and mm-hmm. her family
0: yeah and what's so awesome is that all of her friends and family wore purple I think that was her favorite oh, color I love it. yeah and um they wore shirts that read justice for Kanika so Hell like yeah. all of her friends and family it just gave me goosebumps but there isn't, like I said, there isn't much known about Kanika's life before her death, unfortunately. And that's just what happened. She looks it's,
1: like just a normal everyday high schooler. She
0: has the sweetest dimples. She And her does. smile is just beaming. Oh my gosh, I just wanted to hug her so much. You can just tell, like,
1: she was just a, a happy-go-lucky, yes. just young yeah. teenage
0: kid living exactly. her best life, you exactly. know? Exactly, yeah. But at the service, um, her nieces spoke about her, and one of her nieces said, "Quote: Every time I feel upset, she makes me feel like a princess. Nico was so funny; she would make me cry." End quote.
1: I have it's tears so in my eyes. I know. That's I'm like, like I got goosebumps all coming down from my arms.
0: Like a niece. I know. That's hard for me. I know. <sighs> yeah. So she had such a beautiful service, and what a way. To honor her. It Sorry, just, I can't stop so okay. crying. It's okay. It's okay. I will move on, so we can. No, it's just beautiful. Like I'm I crying
1: because it's beautiful. I like know. hearing, especially someone who's younger mm-hmm. than you that you've influenced your entire life. Yep. Like I have 15 nieces and nephews. I totally yep. get it. <laughs> um, but just hearing a younger person just mm-hmm. explain how they felt about her and how she's kind of like their hero, yeah. is just so yeah.
0: heartwarming. So. Outside of that, Kanika's death obviously raised a lot of eyebrows. As it should. It's suspicious as fuck. What in the hell happened is what her friends, everyone wants to know. The whole city was just like, what in the hell happened to this girl? Because no one could wrap their minds around it. And understandably, it makes no fucking sense at all. And... There were actually like social media posts and people that were posting to friends of Kanika's and they said that one of her friends, I believe her first name is pronounced Manifa, it's M-O-N-I-F-A-H, Shelton is her last name, they said that they think that she set her up. I don't know what that means, I don't know what they're interpreting is that, but it seems like there is a lot that was known within that party that didn't come out. So, I don't know.
1: I mean, it makes sense. How often do you hear of a high school party where kids actually give up information? It wasn't a high school party. I'll get into that. Well, even not high school. Even, like, random college or adult parties. Same thing. We have the same thing happen here in Pueblo. That 13-year-old that ended up dead in in that kid's house at a house party in the bathroom, in the bathtub. Questions are wanted, no one's giving up answers because when you have a party like that, your lips are sealed, Mm -hmm. which I don't Mm -hmm. agree with. I am not saying that that's okay by any means. Like, I would rather you get in trouble when we find out what happened Yeah. than you sitting on
0: knowing what happened to this poor girl. Yes. And my opinion on this may be problematic to some people, however... In largely BIPOC communities, they don't want to talk to police because.
1: Yeah, that you look do at have a point.
0: Shit, this happened. Absolutely, and they're treated like shit. This was why a largely they? BIPOC attended party, and I, I think that that played into it. Big time. I would agree. Yes, because there was underage drinking. There were things that were going on that weren't within the legal purview. So I think that that is unfortunately why a lot of this happened. Oh, bummer. Yes. So, police investigated social media posts made by Manifa, as well as um, a girl named Irene Roberts, to try to parse together what may have happened that night, because there were like videos, other posts and stuff of the party, and I guess there was a live a live video uploaded by someone named Ty Rowland. I it remember
1: sh- hearing about yeah, that. Yeah,
0: and it showed more people at the party than police were made aware of initially. Mm-hmm. Which, that kind of makes sense to me, like how are you going to... Know how many people were at a party like that? How many ass parties
1: did you go to that you knew every single fucking person that was there? Because I sure didn't.
0: Yeah, definitely. I party on Frat Row. You think I do any of those people? Right, exactly. And I don't think that they were like friends with all these people or anything like that.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, I think they got a random invitation to it. Fair enough. Happens all the time. Yeah. So by September 13th, so we're kind of backtracking a little bit. Her funeral had already happened, but I was kind of trying to give the timeline with her family first. Yep. But by September 13th, police announced that they were conducting an active death investigation. So at that point in time, they said that they had interviewed 12 people who were involved in some manner and were re- reviewing the surveillance footage from 47 different hotel cameras. So there's a lot of cameras to go over.
1: And social media cameras, yes. if you think about it. I'll bet so, you tons of people had
0: shit posted. Yeah, so they had their work cut out for them. catch 22, flip of the coin, right? Exactly, exactly. So they definitely had their work cut out for them. ooh um, they found that. out that the party that Kanika attended was hosted by two people that booked the hotel room under a stolen identity, and they paid with a stolen credit card. Yeah. So police linked this to a woman named Shaniqua Watkins, Watkins sorry, and she was wanted by police for quote, theft or unauthorized use of a credit card, end quote. And she had four active arrest warrants at the time of the investigation.
1: I don't think my face has changed since you told me the yeah.
0: start of that. big yikes. So on September fifteenth, 2017, police released some of the video footage of Kanika. She can be seen walking down hallways of the hotel, and she is clearly disoriented. Like, it is alarming how disoriented she is. And it doesn't look like run-of-the-mill intoxication to me at no, all. No, I it remember- It looks like I, she was drugged. I've been
1: looking on my phone since mm-hmm. we've been talking, and that footage...
0: It's- I mean, startling. even when
1: I've been at my absolute worst, I don't think I've been yeah. anything like
0: that. Like it looks like she is completely fucked up.
1: God, I just thought about this. What if somebody dropped that pill in her drink?
0: I know. Like I didn't, I didn't think even she think about took that phone it volition. It's just my theory, but I don't know. Mm, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Okay. So then um, by September 16th, friends and family of Kanika went to the Chicago FBI office to demand a federal investigation into her death. I'm like, her family is a whole mood. I love it. Her family and her friends, like how staunchly they are demanding some fucking answers. I love it so much. But then by October 20th of 2017, the Rosemont Police Department closed the case. And photos of her body were released at this time. As well, of how they found her in the freezer. I have so many problems with that.
1: I don't agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I don't agree with the fact that I can find it on the internet I know, either. easily. That makes me it's, sad.
0: Because there are death scene photos that is hard to find. Like, you have to actively look for them. I found those photos so easy, it was disgusting.
1: Yeah, I literally, all I
0: typed in was her right. name and I found them. Exactly. That's exactly. Sad. It's not okay. No. And I know that I looked at them as being a hypocrite, but I only looked at them for the case matter, I wouldn't have gone looking for them in well, any mine other. Mine is
1: just a scientifically like, yeah, absolutely weird thing. It's yeah. not like I'm into that at absolutely.
0: all, but yeah. The
1: fact that people who are, I know, have that ability I know. really disturbs me for not only her but her family. Yes. They should not be
0: publicly like yep. that. But the police department said that there was no evidence to indicate foul play and it being anything other than an accident, so that's why they closed it. So, by the end of the investigation, police said that they generated over 120 police reports related to the incident and conducted 44 different interviews. Of the 44 interviews, 26 of those people were inside the hotel room where the party was. I can guarantee you that there were more than 26 people at that party. Oh. bet money. Absolutely. Bet money. And they did say that there were other people who police wanted to interview, but they weren't able to track them down because the people that they had talked to... That could recount these people. They only knew them by a nickname or a street name, so which is common, yeah. Honestly, and nothing yeah. against them. Just
1: kind of how it rolls.
0: Yes. So Teresa actually hired some lawyers. Okay. So Get she's up doing there, what girl. she needs to, Mama yes. Bear. I love it. And her lawyer said that the photos released only raise more questions. Oh, which absolutely! I agree, thousand percent. living. Yeah. And Teresa contests the theory that Kanika walked into the freezer by herself. She does not think that that's plausible at all. She said that if she were drunk, she wouldn't have she would have been able to open that freezer on her own. She said in an interview, quote, those were double steel doors. She didn't just pop them open, end quote. And she also felt that the hotel staff didn't have a sense of urgency when she first came to them, which 1000% agree. Thousand percent agree. Absolutely. They're like, you NFL missing persons report first. Like, this happened on your fucking property. It's a missing person. If you can just go through your cameras or, like, send someone out to look. Like, send your team out to look. Your team that knows that hotel inside and out to look for someone. Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Playing devil's advocate. Fine. That time in the morning, there's not a lot of staff in that building. There's not, but there's no people checking in either. Well, no, but they usually only have maybe two people at most at a hotel at that time in the morning. And right. one's at the front desk and one's usually
0: in the back. Right. But they could have had one person walk around at five Fair in Fair enough. If they had two people. I don't know. Some hotels only have one. It kind of just depends yeah. on the
1: hotel you're but in. But this
0: is like a conference center hotel, too, that was used by business people a lot. So my money is that they had more people there. But I get what you're saying. Fair.
1: Fair. I get it. I just think I it's know. really strange, like, why you wouldn't, like... To think if somebody had just taken 10 seconds to go look in the kitchens, yeah. all of them, including the ones they don't use. Yep. I know, like, looking in a walk-in freezer is probably not the first thing that comes to your brain, but you want to look in every single space that you think a human being can get exactly. into. Exactly. Cabinets.
0: Yes. Um. You know, even stoves. Like, they're yeah. big, huge stoves that they have there. But the photos that were released show Kaneko is wearing jeans and a jean jacket. She's wearing, like, torn it's jeans. It's a very cute outfit, yes, honestly. absolutely. She looked so cute. So cute. cute. Um, so she can also be seen wearing that in their surveillance footage, so that all matches up. However, in the pictures, and this wasn't... I think that her... That Teresa's lawyers had gotten other pictures that the media hadn't, which I'm very grateful that they didn't release to the media, but her lawyer said that in some of the some of the pictures... The shirt she was wearing under her jacket was pulled up, exposing her breasts, and that's also what a police report said too. That just so, made me
1: so sick to my stomach. I like
0: I almost puked. However, it <clears throat> may be something not indecent or you know foul that happened with that because if you think about, have you heard about the paradox, paradoxical undressing phenomena? Have you heard of the DL of Pass case? Okay. Mm-hmm. So DLF Pass is probably one that I'll cover as well. But there are some hikers. Um, I don't remember. Oh, wait. Yes, I have. Yeah. It's where
1: they went missing, but like their clothes ended up on yes. other people.
0: Yes. Yeah. So that phenomena came to mind with the investigators because it's when people are freezing to death, remove their clothes. That's what this phenomena is. So it's because like your body doesn't know what to do. And so sometimes what happens is you just you start taking your clothes off because your body can sometimes feel like it's too, like it's hot or like you need to remove your clothes well, yeah, or some kind ever, of survival like, mechanism. Well, yeah, you've ever like dry
1: ice or anything like that, which right. you really shouldn't, but if right. you have as a dumbass child such as myself, it's hot. Yes. It's not cold and it feels
0: like it's burning your skin. Yes. So that would make sense. And the only reason I would even entertain this is because her shoe is also off. Right. And so that makes me think that she may have, and because she kind of had random things strewn around her, it, it may have been that she was starting to take her clothes so, off. So theory. Mm-hmm. Also, have you
1: ever pushed yourself against a wall and then slid down the wall? Yeah.
0: Your what happens?
1: Your yeah. Shirt comes up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you're drunk enough and you don't have your balance and your shoes aren't tight, which yeah. they don't look tight in the pictures no. that I that almost makes me wonder if, like, maybe that stuff was in her jean jacket pocket. So when right. she was rolling down the wall to sit on the floor, mm-hmm. they fell out of the pocket. Yeah, it could have been. And then her stuff rolled up and her shoe flipped off. But she was probably intoxicated enough to not really think much of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it could have been for sure. I don't know. It's just... I don't either. I'm unfortunately, just playing damn mis- here mystery. to come up with ideas. Yeah, I, I get it. Totally. It makes sense. Um, but Sam Adam Jr. was one of Teresa's lawyers, and he said that the photos were, quote, graphic and disturbing images that inexplicably show portions of Kanika's body exposed, end quote. So I was there feeling on the photos, and so... I keep hitting my cord, sorry. Um... That was why they also felt like just something wasn't right. No, I agree. Nothing's right about this case, obviously. But that's why they felt that these pictures only raise more questions. Absolutely. Yeah. So Larry Rogers Jr., another of Teresa's attorneys, said that the photos were, quote, of a personal, private, and indecent nature, end quote. Fair. Yeah. So they're both in this camp, so they must have seen the actual photos elsewhere and not... Or they had the police reports. I don't know, because... A lot of this was in the police reports as well. I don't know if all the photographs were. I would imagine they are. So I'm not 100% sure. So now I'm going to break down the surveillance videos a little bit because I did watch those. They're disturbing. They are. So in the first two videos that were released, so these I believe are the ones that were released September 15th or 16th, so before they decided to close the case. The time that's captured is early on Saturday. I believe it was around like 1 30 a.m. at first. But Kanika can be seen walking with three other people in a public part of the hotel. And she's walking steadily. She doesn't appear to be intoxicated. It She looks fine. In the next portion of the release footage, she's seen getting off of an elevator by herself. And this is about two hours later. So around 3.30 a.m. After she gets off the elevator, she's all, she's so unsteady that she has to support herself on a wall. Like she walks straight out of the elevator and like bangs up against the wall and has to and she like kind of teetle teeter totters back and forth teetles teetles <laughs> she has to you know kind of get herself back on balance after that and then about two minutes after that she can be seen again on another camera stumbling down a hallway and then she can be seen walking around another passage so it's literally she's just aimless it's it looks like she is looking for something like she's looking for where she needs to go she's probably looking for her friends who were assholes and peaced out on her exactly but she is completely aimless and i bet she was trying to find where the party was or trying to find her friends and it's completely clear that she is entirely disoriented like out that's why i wonder if
1: somebody spiked her drink i
0: agree absolutely and she can be seen almost falling over a railway, a railing on a staircase. Like she comes out of, I can't tell if it's another elevator, or if it's a door, but she's like coming out of a doorway, going down the hallway. And you can see there's like a stairway. It has like one of those metal railings, almost like what you see in stairwells, like doctor's offices or apartments or something. And she just walks straight into it and almost completely falls over. She manages to like catch herself before she hits her head. Then later, the another camera picks her up. And, find, and she finds her way into an empty kitchen, and then she goes around a corner and is out of sight of the camera and is never seen again. So this is assumably the kitchen where that freezer was, but there was no camera that pointed to that freezer. So my
1: question too, if you're not using these facilities, why are they open to the public? Ding, ding, ding. Yep. I've been in many, many hotels, especially with COVID, where they literally block uh-huh. off areas with uh-huh. furniture and signs and yep. all kinds of like and they put up new doors
0: and yeah. stuff to lock them so people aren't getting into places they're not supposed to agree a thousand percent and it is clear that these are completely vacant areas there's not another person seen in any of these camera spots and obviously it's an obscene amount of obscene hour of the morning too however there's no one not a single soul that is seen on these cameras other than her at this time
1: And if they had just looked at them for two seconds when the mom
0: asked, you might have found her alive. Yep, exactly. So the same camera from the kitchen doesn't pick up motion again until 8.34 p.m. So this is like 3.30 in the morning, doesn't pick up motion again until 8.30. Okay. So this shows that this camera was only motion activated too. So it doesn't turn on again until then. And a person can be seen coming briefly into frame, but then they look around and leave. On the same camera, again, someone comes into frame at 12.23 a.m. So this is now September 10th because it's after midnight. In this instance, a man goes around the same corner where Kanika disappeared, where they saw her go, didn't see her come back out. He then walks out of frame of the camera and comes back with a police officer. And then more police officers quickly come into frame and move around the corner. So then the footage shows a body bag being removed from the area at 4.53 a.m. Oh. She was officially pronounced dead at 12.48 a.m. Oh. I just got oh, chills over right my thing. whole body. It makes me sick. <clears throat> In the surveillance footage that was released, the weirdest part is that the clips don't show Kneek entering the walk-in freezer. Like I said, there was no camera that was trained on it. And that camera in the area was motion censored. The staff did reiterate that there wasn't a camera specifically on that area. Um, Though, in the footage, Kanika's seen roaming the hotel for over an hour in the footage until she disappears in that spot. And I don't know, I couldn't discern from the surveillance videos that I watched, like, where the kitchen was in conjunction to the elevators into that yeah, hallway hard, where the stairwell seen, like, was that one section yeah it seemed to me it like in one of the clips it seemed like she was maybe in like the basement of the hotel which how on earth exactly she get into
1: the basement
0: y'all exactly. like just from that stair clip because it looked like uh, a basement stairwell people i don't know aren't
1: supposed to be in basements of hotels unless yeah. it's the best western because they have themed rooms in their basements. yeah
0: but that's different right so, the police reported that they received testimonies from some of Kanika's friends saying that they actually received death threats after her body was found. I don't I don't doubt it. Right. Trust me. Like something's fucking shady. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Something is shady. And after the case was closed, Teresa, Kanika's mom, she actually called for authorities to release the tapes that showed Kanika also staggering around the hotel before finding her way into the kitchen and the freezer. So, we don't... Those videos that show her stumbling into the kitchen weren't released before. I think they might be out now because I feel like I've seen clips of them, but I didn't find them last night when I was searching, so I'm not sure. But like the badass mama bear that she is, Teresa filed a lawsuit against the hotel for After fifty million dollars. Yes, bitch. Yes, yes absolutely. I mean, to call her a bitch in a bad way. It's a good no, way yeah, it, like a like... yes queen. Yes, yes. bitch. Absolutely. Yep. Yes, queen. yeah. Yes. So she filed it for compensation. Absolutely. I absolutely fucking agree with it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, I
1: think she should be getting a hell of a lot more than that, but...
0: Agreed. Absolutely. So, there are claims in the suit that the hotel staff knew that Kanika was missing prior to them entering the freezer, in which she was found, which, duh, they absolutely they did. did. So, that is absolutely a found claim. They also point to the negligence on the hotel's part, because part that part of the hotel wasn't blocked off, even though they said it was under construction, even. In the videos I saw her and it didn't look like it was active construction or anything. However... It should have been blocked off, just like you Regardless, said. Regardless, it, it should not have, have been, been open off. to guests in the public at all.
1: Like, OSHA would have your ass exactly. for that shit. That's what I'm wondering. Like, how did they get away with that shit? And how is
0: OSHA not coming after them anyway Yeah. With the after facts? Maybe they are. I hope they are. Well, they're... they should because yeah. that's They should be getting violation violated. after violation after violation. Come on. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Like, out of business violation yep. because you broke so many mm-hmm. rules and regulations that you're supposed to follow yep. and a poor young girl lost her life. Exactly. And she probably wouldn't have. If you had just blocked it exactly, like you are supposed to. Yeah,
0: I hope that guilt eats the fuck away oh, at them it does. every day. And another Teresa's attorney is like, she lawyered up, and I love it so much. I love so her much. lawyers,
1: and I love that she lawyered up. Yeah,
0: his name is Joffrey Figer. He also, or Jeffrey, it's spelled Joffrey, so. It's probably Joffrey. Yeah. So he also posits the idea that a member of the hotel staff could have locked Kanika in the freezer by mistake after she went in. So they think it's a possibility it is. So in a statement, he was quoted saying, through pure negligence, someone noticed that the doors in the kitchen were open. They locked them. They locked them like they would, that they like they should have been locked. They locked the freezer. And unfortunately, they locked Kanika into the freezer. That was a direct quote from him. It was but was it locked? I think it was when they found her. Oh. But so it, he's, his point is that it should have been locked in the first oh, place. Oh, absolutely. Fucking Yeah.
1: yeah. Again, violation, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially after hours. It's different if yeah. you have people in there and they're using it and they're cooking and yeah. stuff, but when you're done with that shit, it was a you completely, lock that shit. No, it
0: was like a completely abandoned kitchen. No one was oh, even no, using I'm it. Oh, no, I'm just saying. But Teresa is a firm believer that there was an immense amount of time wasted after she oh, went to I the hotel you. initially. Yeah. And she wonders if they would taken her seriously when she first went there, if Kanika may have been found alive. I think she would have. Yeah, I have no doubt because she Because literally, would have. this was 3.30 in the morning until 5 that her mom got there. And I think even then, I think it was like closer to 4 that the cameras found her going into that kitchen. And she may not have gotten into that freezer right away. No, she was probably wandering around it. Yeah. That. So I am in that same camp as her mom. And in another interview, she said, quote, But I also want to know what happened. I want to see it all. I want to see her actually walking into this freezer and closing herself within this freezer and freezing to death. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's like that answer gnawing away at you because she feels like something is off. She wants proof that her daughter walked in there of her own volition and locked herself in there. Which, yes, we know that that is possible because she was so absolutely. disoriented. That she was clearly looking for something. Well, we do some
1: really crazy things when we're intoxicated. Your brain takes over and does some weird stuff. We know this. However,
0: this whole situation is fishy. It's fishy. From her friends. And I'm not... I am in the camp that I do think that she accidentally went in there. However, I think that she was drugged with that medication. I agree. And that her friends set her up. Like, in whatever manner. Or someone at the party did. I think someone set her up not
1: meaning to... Have her
0: die. I think yeah. we were
1: being dickheads like kids are. Like, let's be realistic. we all it done shit. It sounds like she shit. didn't really
0: drink a lot, so maybe they wanted her to let loose a Love little bit. I'm making an entire assumption. I want to be clear on that. But, I don't know. And, I'm just curious because
1: there's no other depictions of anybody else being in that room. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing that makes me curious. Because none of mm-hmm. the cameras are lighting up showing that people are walking past Yeah, there. And, I don't know how it works. I don't know if there's another... Like hallway from another
0: direction that you can get in there from. It sounds like there was only the one entrance into the kitchen and the freezer was only accessible through that one entrance. And that and there was only one camera in the kitchen. And that's kind of what makes me wonder if it was on her own
1: volition. Yeah. But I think prior to that was not her doing exactly it was somebody else. Yes. Trying to be a dickhead, yes, or as we've said, maybe getting her to relax or whatever mm-hmm. their idea was to do this, yeah,
0: and it ended up hurting her in the long run. Yeah, I agree. Or if the hotel staff did something by accident and they're covering their asses and didn't release, or but if the hotel they were staff subpoenaed for all of the surveillance footage. I'm pretty sure. So I feel like they had. To I turn feel over like if there was police. a cut in the tape, the cops would know. Yeah. So. But if they are motion censored cameras, not all of them are motion censored. So. That's actually a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I don't know. Just. Oof. Again, this is entirely speculation. Speculation, so. y'all. Making that very oh. clear. So Man, that's heavy, okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> Teresa is determined to I find her. out what actually fucking happened because she's not buying this story. And I don't blame her one bit. Me either. So, last thing I wanted to share before I wrap this up is the um, press release that the Rosemont Public Safety Department put out okay. of this. I just thought it was kind of interesting to read, you know, with where the police were at, where their heads were at. So this was released on October 20th, 2017, which is the day that they closed the case. So it says, For immediate release. Statement from Chief Donald E. Stevens III. Today we are closing the tragic case of 19-year-old Kanika Jenkins from Chicago, who passed away at the Crown Plaza Chicago O'Hare Hotel at 5440 River Road in Rosemont, Illinois. This statement is a compilation of evidence and includes a vast amount of facts surrounding this case. The statement also includes a timeline of the major events involved in this case, along with the additional pertinent information. The death of any child is tragic, but the death and circumstances surrounding Ms. Jenkins are especially sad. Before I share with you a timeline of the events that occurred in this case, I want to give you a little background on the village of Rosemont. Although we have a population of just over 4,200 residents, we welcome an average of 100,000 visitors a day. With that many guests consistently traveling through Rosemont and or staying with us, there is a high demand for superior public safety services. The Rosemont Public Safety Department provides outstanding public safety services to include police, fire, and EMS. Turning to the Kanika Jenkins case, we have created a timetable of events from the timeline she left her home through the autopsy. Please refer to the attached timeline. And I'll, I'll post all of that with it. I'll post the full press release. This is just the first portion of it, but I'll include it all in the show notes as well. The search for Ms. Jenkins was an ongoing and unified effort from the start. As officers were able to view more of the hotel CCTV depicting Ms. Jenkins, the search was able to be narrowed down and additional resources were brought in to assist in the process. This search is what ultimately led to the scu- to the discovery of Ms. Jenkins' body. At approximately 1225 a.m. on September 10th, Ms. Jenkins' body was discovered by a hotel worker who was also searching the property. Ms. Jenkins was pronounced dead on the scene by a resurrection hospital doctor via medical control. Ms. Jenkins' body was located inside a walk-in freezer, which was inside a walk-in cooler. The area in which the body was discovered was on the first floor of the hotel, inside an unused and vacant kitchen. There is one motion sensor still camera inside the kitchen that points in the area of the freezer, but does not show the door to the freezer. Additionally, there is only one accessible entrance into the kitchen. Anyone who who would have walked toward the freezer would have activated this camera and been observed on hotel CCTV. From the time Ms. Jenkins entered the kitchen to the time her body was discovered, only one member of the hotel security entered the kitchen while conducting his normal rounds. However, he did not get close to the freezer and was never out of sight from the camera. I yeah. call bullshit. Yeah, same. Um, not on all of it, but like it just—it's kind of they were like, easy. They were it was too easy for them to put this in a neat little box.
1: It's kind of like the you know the lead in uh, detective in the Ripper cases. Mm-hmm. He kind of like came out and was like, "I could solve this in a day, but." You know, that's kind of what it makes me think of where they're like, so we have this amazing response team Mm -hmm. in this place, so I just want to let you know how amazing we are and how good we take care of our public, Um, but this this happened all on her own.
0: Yeah, this was only like six weeks after she was found that they closed this case. That's ridiculous. And it was mysterious circumstances no matter what. Even if, yes, she died of hypothermia, what the fuck? Like, this isn't a normal thing for Mm -hmm. someone who is just had been drinking and yes her alcohol her blood alcohol level was extremely high but still it is out of the norm like I've not heard of anyone else doing this no ever like this is weird and I think that medication a
1: cooler then walking into a freezer right so like her mom said those are two heavy ass doors that and there pictures of her she's not a she's not a big girl like she's a tiny little thing like yeah, s- probably doesn't go to the gym and lift weights right she's just a tiny little thing yeah. how the hell is she pulling both those doors open
0: yeah like in her inebriated said. state exactly she couldn't even walk and no she didn't she's even literally know what way was
1: up. on a wall yeah how the hell is she getting that open without falling on her ass and the mm-hmm. door shutting
0: agreed because Absolutely. that's what'll
1: happen. You pull on it, say so you get it open. Yeah. She's so inebriated, there's no way she's standing up straight. She's going right. to fall down immediately, and those doors are heavy as shit, so they yeah. shut very fast.
0: And they usually have, like, a hydraulic, a like, yeah, like, a suction on them or, like, hydraulics on them that, like, make it it so it seals in the cold that when you open it, it, like, pop Pops, pops back. open. She would have fallen on her butt. Yeah.
1: You know, there's no way that she could have gotten in that freezer. I don't care. I agree
0: with her mom. That yeah. makes
1: zero sense to me how she got in there. The I only, think footage is cut, my personal opinion.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. And the only way I think that it could have happened otherwise is if, like you said, she went to open the door, she fell back, and then the door stayed open and she stumbled in there thinking it was the hotel room or, or another way to, out. Exactly, And that's really because in the other videos, she's looking for a door you can tell like she's looking for the right door she doesn't know what the right door is but she's looking for it clearly because she keeps going in and out of places and that's the only way that I think that's plausible and yes it seems like it pretty definitively can't be proven that anyone else is with her so that that we know of
1: unless it's cut it out
0: yeah cut it out,
1: cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me unless it's cut
0: <laughs> out of the footage but yeah, it just, it keeps bringing me back to that medication in her system.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, it, I don't know if you've ever had a drug in your system like that, like a
0: prescription drug. God, I've taken so many of those for migraines over well, the years. I know, but
1: then you drink <laughs> alcohol on top of yeah, it. Yeah, you're not it's, supposed to. There's a reason
0: why you're not supposed to, and I've done it on an accident, yep. and it's not fun. Like, yeah. you literally have almost like a psychedelic trip out. And that's what it looks like on the videos. Like, she does not look simply drunk at no. all. No, no. At all.
1: So, oh, I've, I feel for her, but I hope her mom, you know, gets answers yeah. with what she's pushing with right now. Yeah. And, and that hotel, and that hotel chain should truly just
0: burn, yep. in my opinion. Yeah. And I hope all those they people who were to be were there, through the fucking coals. Oh, absolutely. negligence, beyond negligence, for that area not being blocked off.
1: I just Just don't understand how somebody goes missing and their mom literally comes up to you and says she's missing.
0: Yeah. Literally within the last hour and a half. Are you fucking kidding me? You have to act like it's not my problem. If it had been like 10 hours ago and no one noticed she was missing, sure, I could understand that. But literally like within the last hour.
1: Yeah. It's clearly a serious case. And her mom is completely sober Coming and worried about her right. daughter. Like, I'm
0: sure they knew about this party happening because I can guarantee you they got plenty of calls.
1: Oh, absolutely. It. Like,
0: it was a big party. We always got called. <laughs> right. Always complain. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I really wanted to cover this because her mom just wants this out and covered as much as possible. And they need Hell more answers. Yeah. Because in my wholehearted opinion, there's shit that people from that party know and are not saying. Oh, they do. And like I said, I can understand. That aspect of it. However, her friends—they were true friends to her. They would still find a way to speak up. I understand if they're getting death threats. You concern for your life, but there's ways that people have gotten around things like that. I don't know if it were me, I still would say something. But,
1: but I,
0: I'm not in their shoes. I'm not, so not going to go know. in
1: that. I'm not going to go in that direction.
0: Yeah, because I have words that I don't. You yeah, you can't say
1: something nice. Don't say
0: it at all. Right. Yeah. I get you. Okay. Yeah, right there with you. That's why I'm saying. Not in their position, can't say for certain. But personally, that's what I would do. Say something. See something, say something. Always, friends,
1: see something, say something. And I can say that from personal experience. See something,
0: say something. Yep. Absolutely. So that's what I had for this week. Wow. That one, I... Yeah. woof. That ended up being longer than I thought it would, honestly. But... You killed it, bro. Thanks. I just it's just maddening, man. And it
1: breaks my heart for her because
0: her life was cut way too short, way it too was. fast, and nobody's taking she it She was serious. out having fun. Like, what the fuck happened, man? It makes no sense. Yeah. No sense at all. And even if you
1: were, like, doing something stupid as we all do at that age, yeah, and you put that pill in her drink or somebody else did to make You know, so a lot of kids nowadays do that for social media rep, and they, like, think it's funny, and it's really not. No, not at all. But, um, even if you're doing that, like, guarantee you, if you were to say something, you would put so many people's minds at ease. Yeah.
0: And
1: And if you're worried
0: about getting in trouble, cut a deal.
1: Like, they will. Let's be realistic. If you've got information, they're gonna cut a deal. Yep, exactly. I hate saying that because our
0: judicial system. But right, it, that's what they'll do. But at this point, this case is it's closed. It's not being investigated. So the only reason any other traction would happen is if new information comes forward. Yeah, because then they can reopen the case. Exactly, but right now that's not gonna happen unless <sighs> people fucking speak
1: up. I know, and her mom is on a mission, and I love she it.
0: She is. I love her. Like, her mom is such a strong woman.
1: Are there any, like, foundations for her or anything? I didn't see any, but I'll look for that, actually. I was going to see if there were any, if we could throw them in the show notes. Yeah, or, like absolutely. Maybe we can make an Instagram post or something Yeah, it. I'll look for that. P.S. throwing our Instagram out there.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll <laughs> to that, too. But, yeah, I'll post pictures of her, because just... Her smile is She's so sweetest. adorable. It's like her dimples and her smile and she just oh my gosh she's so sweet
1: she's so cute she dresses so is. cute there were so many pictures yes. of her in different outfits and i was like yes yeah.
0: slay yes just slay girl slay. exactly beautiful girl and you could just see her spirit oh. emanating from her she had and it's
1: really pretty long hair <sighs> yes
0: oh. gorgeous heart. absolutely gorgeous and it just all these are senseless we know it is it just these it ones just of these that you have to teenagers yeah like I just wish these didn't happen. Like these teen these ones are teenagers, especially. It's like they're the kids of any. Literally life. about to start their lives. Yeah, that's what it is. She is in the prime of her life. It's yeah. the same
1: thing as a uh, White Law, Kylie mm-hmm. White Law. Yep. Same thing. Yep. Like it just sucks. You're in your prime. And Tiara Hall that I covered a few weeks back.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Even my little ace, like yeah. all of them are cut so short. You yeah. don't get the opportunity to see them yeah. maybe change the world or make this place better yes. or, yeah. you know, become a ph- philanthropist or whatever yeah. they were going to do with their life. You never got the opportunity to yeah. see it.
0: Yeah, because all of these cases we cover are tragic. All of oh, them. absolutely. But these younger ones, gosh, they really hit me.
1: Yeah, they hurt my heart.
0: Yeah. It just. My
1: now softened heart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. It's all right. Facts. Not how it happened, but... <laughs> no, but... <laughs> hey, so I yeah, mean, that's what I have for this week. Well, thanks for bringing that and thanks for bringing her yeah, voice. absolutely. Absolutely. It's just needed to. And when I saw it again, because I read through Kelsey's list a few times as well and that one really stuck out to me because that's kind of what I tend to do week to week is I try not to pre-plan these too much because I have to be in a certain mindset for certain cases. And so it's like I just kind of... I have my running list of my own as well, and I'll go through and I'll see kind of what speaks to me.
1: I've been very avoidant of children cases,
0: Yeah, obviously, for obvious reasons. Absolutely. So I totally get it. Like, I had
1: a bunch on my list that I literally just nixed off because I was like, I can't do it.
0: I can't do it right now. Yeah. Maybe later, but not right now. thousand percent with you. (laughs) thousand percent. So, that brings us to the close of our show. We will do our normal... For sticking with us, y'all. As yeah. You are. <laughs> Our ending spiel, make talk talk. Make talk talk. <laughs> so, if you also have any cases that you would like to hear us cover, or if you want to send any feedback, have questions, just want to shout us out, or anything, just send us an email. Our email address is in the nick of crime podcast at gmail.com. We're also cool kids now, and I made a link tree. Yeah. It's so much easier. So, I'm also going to put that in the show notes, but I know that people don't always like to use link trees. So, we will still say our shit <laughs> at the end of the episodes, but that'll also be in there. Make it a little easier. Um, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we would love it. We are at, we just hit 400 followers, we like, did. three days ago, and we're already we up did. to, like, 440. I
1: know. It's I'm so, cool. so stoked. Like, yeah. just seeing all these people kind of like our page. Clearly, yeah. they've listened to And we're starting to, us. to get a lot
0: more people that aren't podcasters, which yeah. is really cool <laughs> that I've noticed. Like, or like we
1: said, podcast community
0: Solid. is amazing. Yes, so, seriously. So,
1: totally not dissing on the fact that we have so many podcasts. Oh yeah, I love
0: it. I'm I so love here it, for it. But, but that was, like, all we were fun like, for a while. <laughs>
1: I think, I guess calling them
0: fans is plausible? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, if you're following us, that would make you None a of fan. them talk to us, though. Talk to us. I know. Us. Talk to us. We're in the point where we will talk to you guys. Like, yeah. we don't want our Instagram, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, but if it ever, like, gets to the point where it's unmanageable, like, now's the time, man. Yeah. Talk to us. Even just to say hi. We don't mind. Yeah. We literally talk to people on our Instagram all the time. Literally,
1: all the time. All the time.
0: <laughs> At some of the craziest hours of the day. Yes. <laughs> and night and morning. So our Instagram page is Nick of Crime Podcast, all spilled together. And our TikTok, we also have I forgot to post a clip video last week, I realized that, of my Long Island serial killer. But Rude. I'll why would you do case. that to yourself? I know. Anyway. I'll remember. <laughs> but our TikTok is at in the Nick of Crime podcast, also spelled together. And lastly, become a patron, friends. Yeah, we are talking about kind of changing up Patreon stuff right now, but we'll yeah. we'll let y'all know what that ends up looking like. Um, but we do post extended show notes. We just started doing it to the Patreon, so you can get even more content aside from what we post to Instagram. Since we're limited, I keep hitting my <laughs> headphone cord. Stop hitting it. I know. <laughs> but we post more stuff than we can to Instagram because we're limited on how many pictures and stuff we can post and just more links, more information. So you can access that on there. But also if you become a patron, you'll get Patreon perks, man. Heck yeah. Which is awesome. So our Patreon page is patreon.com slash in the nick of crime. Yeah. Is that all of our things? Yep. Oh yeah. We would also sell our soul for reviews. I keep saying that. I was gonna say I'm gonna sell my ovaries for reviews. We but... said that a couple weeks ago. Oh, we also I also said sell our soul last week. So yeah. what else can we sell that is impactful?
1: Um,
0: our kidneys. I'll sell my eggs. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Courtney will eggs. sell her eggs. I'll sell my kidneys. <laughs> And maybe just one of them. I want to have one. I was going to say, you're going to need at least one. (laughs) But again, we really want to read it. It's not for validation. It's just for feedback. We just want to know. Feedback, 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 guys. Because we want it. We're in growth stage. We want to continue growing. We want to continue serving our listeners. That's why we're here. We're here because of you guys. So we want to make sure that we're covering stuff that you like. If there's things that you don't like, let us know. Yeah. I know our rambles. Unfortunately, you're not going to completely be void of tangents because i feel like we don't put our tangents in people go gosh that was a really heavy episode so we realize that we have to have some levity in the yes. episodes and never at the expense of the victims no. so we're gonna keep that in yep sorry friends that's just who we are <laughs> it is <laughs> we talked about it at the beginning we get very uncomfy if we don't have some relief in there and a lot of times our relief is our uncomfiness
1: yeah, I get awkward.
0: Yeah. I get really awkward. Because we're both very anxious turtles, so.
1: <laughs> I literally have a sticky note on my desk. Take anxiety pills. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm on that daily train, personally. <laughs> and it's if I don't take this... it, I get the bing bong song in my head.
1: Right? Bing bong.
0: <laughs> anyway, that was a long tangent. We're so great at this. All right,
1: so everybody, stay creepy. You said it wrong. Again! I keep wanting to say stay, and I think it's because I think of stay sexy, don't yeah. get murdered, and I'm not trying to and we copy can't it. Change it. We can't change know. it now. Sorry. We're too far in, man. So keep it
0: creepy. There you go. Stay freaky. And we will see you next Tuesday. Or actually, we'll see you Thursday first for a lore episode. Mew, <laughs> mew, 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 mew. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see you next Tuesday after that. Alright. Bye. Bye mm